0: This is Imperial Voice, streaming from the palace of His Imperial Majesty Haile Selassie.
1: African society—it is uh, very fundamental because there is nothing without music in, in Africa. We've got very special relation, I mean, through music, between the Sudanese and Ethiopians. It is not easy for anyone to come to start from zero anywhere in the world.
2: listening to Imperial Voice. This is In Our City with me, William Heath. And I'm Tosi Bonileire. Our guest today is a highly accomplished multi-instrumentalist and scholar,
1: Ahmed Abdul Rahman.
2: Ahmed, welcome to the show.
1: Welcome. It's a great pleasure for me to be with you today.
2: We're trying to get our heads right. You've had an extraordinary cross-cultural life journey, haven't you? You've, you've played WOMAD, you've played York Cathedral, you've had tea with the Queen.
0: (laughs) Ahmed, welcome once again to the show. Uh, I'm really fascinated by your history. Early years in the Sudan, did you come from a musical family or how did you find yourself so entrenched in music?
1: Well, I can't say a musical family, but uh, I would say a tolerant family And uh, they are very supportive to what the children want to do with their life. And that is really lucky to, or good luck for someone like myself to be in a family like this, because most of the families in Sudan want their sons either to be a doctor or uh, engineer or, you know, something. That's an
0: African thing, though, isn't it? (laughs)
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so... Yes, uh, but I've, I would say from early age, like from my school days, you know, I I just like anything to do with music. So that's why I just create my own musical instrument with with empty gallons or whatever I find. I just make sound of uh, of things. So that's how how I started with the music. I was born in Omdurman, Omdurman is a part of the Triangle City, which is comprised of Khartoum, which is Omdurman, mm-hmm. Khartoum, and Khartoum North. Yeah? Um, yes. Omdurman is, is just across the river from Khartoum. Omdurman is formed with many people from different parts of the Sudan, come to support the Mahdist of Sudan, and his... Uh, Revolution again is the British then
3: right. and, uh,
1: so uh, I think I would say Omdurman is a is a mixed spot of the whole Sudan. You will find all Sudanese people uh, from all walk of life they, they started in Omdurman. So somehow you find yourself attracting the attention
0: of the Chinese or the Chinese government.
1: How did this happen? Well, uh, in 1970, we've got one of our dictators, which is called Jaffar Nimery He was in visit to China. And, and it is happens the Chinese put for him uh, uh, a welcome show. And part of that show, there was an acrobat team. And he was really fascinated with uh, with the acrobat uh, show. And he asked the Chinese whether he could have um, a Chinese acrobat by Sudanese boys and girls. And the Chinese, uh, yeah, they welcomed the idea. And in within two weeks after uh, Gaffer and Mary back to Sudan, the Chinese send uh, a specialist to choose 50 boys and girls, aged between nine and 13, to be sent to China to study music and acrobats.
2: So Ahmed, were you an acrobat as well as a musician?
1: No, no, no. Uh, when they chose us, they chose us to our abilities. So since my abilities with uh, more with music, and, and, and they advertise it very clearly. They need people with some uh, basic understanding for music, you know, just like to have like perfect rhythms, uh, sense of dealing with, with music and, and, and memorize like short verses of music. So that's the way that they accused uh, they us to. When I was in Sudan, I was fascinated with, uh, with the Nubian kisser. So I created my own using one of my mom's plates. And to now I still remember how she was cross, you know, finding me using one of her fine plates to change it into musical instruments. (laughs) And uh, yes, so I started with with playing this uh, five strings, musical instruments. just you know, just for fun, not for real. How did your family,
0: react to you being chosen to go all the way across the world at the age of 10?
1: Well, when I talked to them fairies, they thought I'm just joking and it is not real. Uh, until we, because uh, they advertise for this on on the radio and the TV, that they want uh, uh, children to go to China. So I just took the opportunity and I just, Went on to the bus and went to, to this uh, theater in Omdurman. That where everything is, is started. There, when it is come to the term, well, to the stage of they want to us to go to uh, medical check to be able to travel. Then that when it is became real to my family that this thing is real and uh, and, and also maybe there is no way back from there. My mother is not so happy, but my father thought if it is what I want to do, he doesn't mind. So that's how it started.
2: So how did you how did you find life in China? How did you find the Chinese?
1: Well, to be honest, uh, my first three months in China, I'm almost thinking like I was dreaming. That's not real, you know, because, you know, going in an airplane from Khartoum and... Uh, And I hardly, when I went to China, I hardly been to Khartoum, the the capital itself, because we just crossed the river from there, but uh, I hardly went to there. But finding myself crossing the river, going to the Khartoum airport, all family and people crying and saying goodbye and you know everything. I have chosen by the Chinese to to learn the two strings, Chinese fiddle. And at the same time, Uh, you need to choose another musical instrument. So I choose the second musical instrument. I choose the piano. When we went there, China is still during their cultural revolutions. So uh, foreign students or foreign uh, guests, as they say, we highly respect it. And we've been received by highly member of the communist party in the city. For that four years we were in China. That was a straight four years without any holiday or anything. We never been back home. But we have a, because Wuhan itself it is and and the region of uh, Hubei it is one of the hottest region in in uh, in China. So uh, we always go like for two months for another region like Canton's and or one of this uh, uh, other part of China where it is a little bit cooler during the, the summer time.
2: After you left China, you were a 14 year old.
1: Yes, when we went back home, we had just two weeks with our families. And then the arrangement was to have a residency for, for our group, the same people who've been living together in China for the past four years. Now the same thing, we have this residency in, in Khartoum and we have also, uh, as I remember, a very heavy schedule of, uh, uh, of shows. And also we became one of the official troops for, for the state. So if there is any foreign dignities or, or, uh, or visitors or head of states come to the country, we will give a show. about uh, I would say five years we just been concentrating on playing uh, Chinese music because that's what we've trained to do. We formed 15 piece band uh, playing Chinese traditional musical instruments so when you hear the sound you uh, when you're not seeing this uh, black kids playing you will think this is a Chinese orchestra. And uh, so, basically, for the first five years, when we when we went back to Sudan, we just been practicing Chinese music, and and do the same uh, set of uh, everyday practice, you know, in our main musical instruments, and uh, and preparing ourselves always for uh, for shows in in theater in in Sudan or sometime we might accompany the head of the states in their uh, foreign visits. Around that time, I and um, to play uh, further the piano and, and learn to play the guitar from scratch. So, and afterwards, so I had to, to go in some of the, the, the small groups, you know, and, 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 and um, form a small group, you know, to, to back up some of the, uh, Sudanese singers, so that's why I've been introduced to to play with some uh, leading Sudanese singers around that time. The major Sudanese singer I played with is called Abu al-Bakhit.
3: أقلب أنا كنت دائما بتكتب من طاب السفر، ترجمات القماري ومن شراب ويتلماتر، طريقك كامل لا يا، طريقك كامل يا، طريقك كامل يا kadabil la laya besitan qutur kadika kamil la la ده كان اجراس الجديد وعدنا الترتيب معني الليل رجع ليت بكبك تنتيل القاهرك ان الليل رجع ليت
1: And Abu Arak al Bahit is uh, one of the leading uh, Sudanese singers now, and then he was still studying at the High Institute of Music and Drama in Khartoum when I met him and he invited me to play in his band. That was around, I would say, 77 or 78. Okay. I was playing uh, the guitar with Abu arak al bahit band. And, and I've been playing with Abu arak al bahit for at least, I would say, about 15 years. When we went back to Sudan, um, the High Institute of Music and Drama, it is still... Fairly new, so we regard it uh, among the fairest generation of Sudanese musicians who uh, I would say highly trained in, in in reading, writing music and and performing to a professional standard, if I may say for us because of uh, their knowledge of music and, and and basic arrangement and especially for me as a, as uh, as musician and arranger around that time and also playing the guitar um, the guitar as one of the rare an instrument in sudan around that time i mean talking here about the electric guitar from economical point of view the, there's lots of people can't afford even to 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 buy one yeah and uh, so to have your own guitar and amp and and to be able to play and also to have the abilities of to arrange and to help the others, you know, to to uh, to play music with with the band. We, I would say, uh, there was a great demand on us and our skills around that time. I would share some of my playing guitar. Also, with another uh, leading Sudanese singer it's called Abdulaziz Al-Mubarak. We're talking here about. Uh, I think I start to play with Abdulaziz Al Mubarak band around 1984, mm-hmm. and uh, we share the same neighborhood also in Omdurman. So I join Abdulaziz Al Mubarak band to play first locally with him, and then in in 86 we start to uh, to travel uh, outside of the country like Egypt and so forth and uh, and in 86 i think we came to the uk and abdul aziz has been recorded by world circuit art around that time and uh, and and also i remember we played in womat and Glad, Glad, gladstonebury i think
4: يا احلى جاره احلى جاره يا احلى جارة, أحل جارة, أحل جاره عطرت كل الدنيا وانت نار عطرت كل الدنيا وانت نار حرير
2: play Glastonbury. You're a living legend. We love <laughs> we, we love WOMAD. How did you find WOMAD and Glastonbury?
1: Well, it is all a new concept for us because I never played in a stage uh, where I could uh, see like waves and waves and waves of uh, people. Yeah, and and also the 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 concept of playing in in stakes like this, you know, professionally. You know, with sound check and and uh, and and also before we came to play in Walmart, we had to record our fairy CD with Abdulaziz Mubarak, and that's all. It is just like whole learning uh, uh, care for us as uh, as African musicians to to come to face to face with all this technology of recording and and fine. Uh, 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 set of equipment, I mean, it's like sound equipment and recording equipment and so forth. The band, it's formed of about 10 or 11 of Sudanese and also we from different different generations. I would say I was the youngest in that band. So you come to the UK, you record a CD
2: as part of the sort of new world music uh, trend in, in the UK. You play WOMAD. And Glastonbury, you play the biggest audiences you ever played. How did the gigs go down? How did the audience receive the Abdel Aziz El Mubarak band at that time?
1: Well, Abdel Aziz is uh, uh, is an incredible performer, and and always he managed to capture people' uh, 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 sense when he when 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 he performed, and uh, even so he performed in in lyrics in Arabic, and, but our Sudanese music, I'm not quite sure whether your listener familiar with, but uh, uh, Sudanese music is uh, mainly, it is um, uh, on pentatonic scale, uh, which is almost, if you, if you want to simpl- simplify this, it is just like when you play in a piano or just on a black keys on the piano. So the pentatonic scale, Let's say start from G, G, A, C, D, E. Okay, and then. So that's that's the feel of this uh, uh, scale.
2: Is that on an oud? No, no,
1: this is actually, this is a Nubian kisser.
2: A Nubian kisser, not made out of your mum's plates?
1: Uh, No, no, not this one. (laughs) Uh, This one actually belonged to my friend, Professor Herman Bell. Uh, He's a Nubian scholar. And and it's been given to him uh, in one of his visits to Sudan.
0: You have all these different quite different musical traditions kind of going through your head does that Does that ever make you feel at all splintered?
1: Well, as I said uh, right at the beginning, I was born in Omdurman, and Omdurman is a mixing pot of the Sudanese cultures. When I say culture with an s that's that 's many cultures yeah i I grow up with People from all parts part of Sudan, yeah. Uh, now, for example, if you hear the music from Western Sudan, it has got lots of uh, West African and Arab influences. Yeah. If you hear the musical from Nubia, for example, it is it's an ancient form of uh, of Sudanese uh, uh, music, which is. Basically, based in pentatonic scale, as I just demonstrated on the kisser. Now, uh, other part of Sudan, as uh, intermarriages and mixing culture and societies, um, there is a, a number of new form, especially in in the city, of 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 music, as um, one of the influence of the states they want the Arabic language to be the dominant language so uh, in omdurman uh, for example to record anything for for the radio of Omdurman it is need to be in Arabic language and uh, and 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 so there, 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 there is lots of uh, 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 problem I would say in this but for my own uh, Uh, benefit out of this. I just been exposed to lots of different musical styles.
0: Well, excellent. I mean, I noticed that one of the uh, first pieces that you, there was a sort of Afrobeat um, influence in it. And it it was quite interesting to see, you know, a bit of like almost Western classical with a bit of Afrobeat, with a bit of Arabic. It was like, everything was kind of thrown in there into this wonderful melting pot.
1: When when I finish my Chinese training for writing for Chinese um, orchestra, that I think around uh, eighty four, yeah, mm-hmm. I applied to join the High Institute of Music and Drama in Sudan, which is a part of uh, 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 the University of Science and Technology in Khartoum, and uh, so they accept me. And because I've got uh, this background in music and everything, so I aim to study for uh, my diploma at uh, the uh, College of Music in Sudan. And uh, so I went to the college and, and I did, uh, I think, two years. and And then I had the... Uh, I graduate from 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 uh, the University of the Music there, and when I graduated, I find it uh, uh, they not not taking me uh, oh. to teach at the at the at the institute because I find at the end uh, lots of us who have a training in Russia or China or North Korea or these places they especially when when this Islamist uh, government come to power they not quite uh, uh, supporting us because they have in the back of, the, of their minds that we we are a communist
2: right okay. and so uh, a political so, issue
1: so that's what's what uh, make me uh, thing If I stayed in the country afterwards, either to support this uh, regime of Omar al-Bashir, which is they just come to power around that time, or to flee completely Sudan and I start new life because I, I could see from what has been happening, uh, it is going to be really difficult for musicians and artists mm. uh, to progress normally in Sudan. So that was one of my baneful decision to uh, ever that I've uh, mm. to take. And uh, so, yes, I, I decided to, with a number of my friends, you know, to, just to flee the country. And, and we came here to, to Oxford and, uh, and I start again from the beginning. So effectively, at that point,
2: you were a political refugee because the Islamist um, regime in Sudan was was just t- uh, totally unsympathetic because because of the background that you'd had.
1: Yes, so uh, and and I wasn't sure also when when I applied for Goldie Smith College that I'm going to uh, to be taken because when mm. I applied for Goldie Smith College I was in the country for less than one year, mm. and mm. Uh, but luckily I I was talking to to. Doctor John Bailey, now Professor John Bailey, uh, and and he was very supportive, and he asked me to come immediately to London. I was in Oxford then, and uh, so I came to meet him, and and uh, John Bailey made lots of uh, contact with the local MP and mm-hmm. and with the administrators at Goldsmiths College, and anyway, he just really really make. My life easy you know, you know to, to, to be integrated and to be registered in the college and to find accommodation nearby the goldsmith college and i'm really, really grateful to the opportunity that I managed to to come in touch with uh, uh, a such helpful man like John Bailey
2: so do you think because of the without the personal intervention of John Bailey, who who understood your musical heritage and skills, do you think without that uh, life as a political refugee arriving in the UK would would have been quite difficult?
1: Well, I'm not saying it's going to be quite difficult, but it will take much longer
2: to do anything. And
1: plus, I think the sympathy of John Bailey came from his own experience with Afghan uh, music refugees. Right. And, uh, and he's been studying, and his wife Veronica, they've been studying the music of Afghanistan from uh, early 1970s. So they've got lots of insight of about what's the status of musician uh, within Islamic states. It is not easy for anyone to come to start from zero anywhere in the world. You know, I I'm, I accomplished musician where I come from, yeah. But to do anything with uh, with the standard of this country or, you know, just to be able to be integrated, that's, this is always take, take some time. And also uh, after I did my MA at uh, Goldsmiths College, also, you know, it's another shock, you know, to find that, yes, I've got an MA in music, but still, that is not enough to make a living in, in this country as musician. So that is take me to, to another curve. So I had to find another thing to do. So I went to Oxford Brooks and I studied for another MA in electronic media. And that almost just shifting my life to another uh, uh, Bath, which is, uh, uh, graduating from Oxford Brussels with MA in electronic media uh, with my music, uh, background. I managed to, uh, have a, uh, job at the bed collection of historical musical instruments, and that's part of Oxford University. So, uh, I spent some time with the collections, and then I moved to work for a little while at the Ashmolean Museum. Then I went to work at the Petrie Colle- at the Museum, and at Petrie Museum I work as a as a cataloger and and also been responsible of uh, uh, of digitizing most of the uh, work of the pioneers Anthropologist uh, uh, collections that is uh, uh, being held at the Pitt Rivers Museum.
0: And you've had many journeys. Um, And I hope I'm not being intrusive, but did you do them alone? Uh, Did you have a family? Um, How were you traveling?
1: Well, uh, uh, when I came in to Oxford, I think about just a year or year and a half. I I met uh uh my wife and uh she used to work for the PPC and she opened to other cultures and uh, yes, uh so that that was really uh helpful you know to uh to have her in my life and uh and and then we went to I got married uh, uh, after I graduated from Goldie Smith College around uh, 94 and we have our daughter Safa in 1995 and uh, yes it's the the journey uh, originally I thought I would be here for a year or two, but I find myself now uh, 30 years later and I'm still in Oxford. (laughs) That's
2: wonderful. So at Goldsmiths, you did a dissertation, I think, didn't you, on the use and function of music in Ethiopian culture, that's of great interest to us.
1: That's right, yeah. Uh, So
2: what are the distinctive features of of the role of music in Ethiopian life?
1: Well, uh, music in all uh, African society, it is uh, very fundamental. Uh, because there is nothing without music in in Africa. If you want to eat, or you want to uh, uh, to work, or if you want to uh, get married, whatever function in life, there is a music accompanying that. And I choose uh, Ethiopian culture because when I came to UK, there was lots of Ethiopians. They they flee Ethiopia around that time. Uh, of Mengistu to 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 seek sacred future in this country. So there is a number of Ethiopian restaurants and most of these restaurants, they uh, uh, playing uh, highly skilled uh, 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 musicians from 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 Ethiopia, and they've got lots of uh, visiting artists from American and so forth they they they've all been forced out of the country because of the their political uh, beliefs <music>
4: I have a suburb. What
1: I thought making uh, a field work. I don't have to go to Ethiopia to do that field work uh, since uh, uh, the people that I want to study, uh, most of them, they they here in England. So yeah. I start to work with uh, with uh, with some of these uh, musicians in the restaurant and, and myself as keyboardist, I start to uh, work with, um, with the singers, and she's called Mimi, and I worked with her for uh, some time, you know, just in weddings and restaurants and so forth. And uh, so for me, it was a way of doing my research, and meantime, I could have uh, a Ferris Hand sort of. Uh, uh, playing the music, have the feel of the music and and uh, and also uh, study the musician from inside rather than from outside because here i'm a musician with them, whatever they uh going to face i 'm going to face with them so that gave me lots of insight to um, uh, to the life of uh, uh, Ethiopian musician. And and, uh, and and experience I will never going to get it just by being outside. Actually, by mentioning Abdul Aziz, uh, uh, Abdul Aziz sadly he just passed away uh, in February 9th last 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 year. So uh, I think two days time he's is uh, going to be his in first the uh, fairest. Uh, uh year since he sadly uh, passed away. So,
2: so I was one.
1: with Abdulaziz in Ethiopia in uh, I think 83 or 84 uh, when uh, President Nimeri, uh, uh he could see that the, our I mean, Sudan and Ethiopia relation around that time, it wasn't great. So I don't know, he's just had this genius idea. I don't know where he got it from. I'm, I'm, I'm talking here about the president. And he decided to send a group, uh, two groups actually, the, the Sudanese acrobatic team and Sudanese folk, folklore dance team and about uh, four leading Sudanese singers to Ethiopia. To perform there for one month. And by the end of that month, he invited himself to, to, to travel to Ethiopia to meet with Colonel Mangestu Helen Miriam. And, and when Nimeri arrived to, to Addis Ababa, uh, everyone in the road in the media and everywhere they talk about this Sudanese artist because uh, we've got very uh, a special relation, uh, I mean, through music between the Sudanese and Ethiopians, and 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 we've got, for example, Muhammad Worthy. Uh, he's highly respected uh, Sudanese uh, uh, musician and singer in Ethiopia, and 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 they regarding him just like uh, uh, almost like god of music in mm-hmm. in our region. And uh, so uh, Muhammad Wardi performed with uh, with Telehan, and that was the leading Ethiopian singer, and in, in the Addis Ababa National Theater. And uh, after Aziz and Mubarak, then he was a young singer, yeah. And and luckily he's been introduced to this old song. It's called Nano and uh, and. Uh, and he performed it really well, and it is became just like a, a hit out of sudden. Everyone want to sing Nano. <sighs>
4: Don't try me. Don't try me. Don't try me. not try me Bassin Tatan and Tabako my team from samaj so much a so much a matter. We shall be summoned out, sit up
0: So Ahmed, yeah, have you been home? Have you been to um, Sudan since your arrival relocation thirty oh. years ago? Arrival thirty <laughs> years ago, um, and am I wrong in calling it home? Is it home anymore, or
1: is England home now? Well, you know, personally, I find myself almost. I would. Uh, I, I, I would say I'm a I'm, I'm citizen of the world because uh, in very young age, our, I lived in China, then back to Sudan. Then in Sudan, I never lived just a normal uh, uh, life of my peers. Yeah? Uh, uh, so we've been constantly traveling either with, with the head of state or, or just in cultural exchange with in, in, uh, in festivals and so forth. And, and joining also the uh, Musician Union in Sudan and also uh, being playing with the leading uh, Sudanese artists. So I would say at least out of the 12 months of the year, I will be traveling at least nine months. And uh, so that's why uh, I'm, I'm just. I feel that home is everywhere, and and everyone have got uh, memories, and uh, and also uh, back to your question was I went back home, meaning back to Sudan. Yes, I did. Especially uh, when there is a, a reconciliation with uh, with Omar al Bashir regime in. Uh, in around uh, uh i would say 2000 or 2001 so i had to uh since then i was uh visiting sudan at least once a year you know just to catch up with my friend and my family and and my elderly uh father uh sadly he passed away uh, a few years ago now and uh Yes, so uh, I keep in touch with with Sudan and and Sudanese musicians and artists. And also, while I'm here in UK, I form uh, a band. It's called uh, the Nile Band, which is accompanied most of the Sudanese singer who come to visit this country. And also, we accompany them in their. European tours if they're going to be playing in any summer festival around Europe. You've
2: had your um, degree with IT skills. You've trained in Black and minority ethnic community work and you've been teaching older people how to use IT and, and get, getting them online.
1: I would say always I have a sort of creative mind. Uh, I, I never wait for someone to, to invite me for a job. Always, I create a thing for myself. So, uh, from the communities that around Oxford, I would say there is at least um, about three deprived communities here, and and most of them, I would say, from our people. When I say our people, they uh, BMEs people. And uh, so, when I graduate from Oxford Brooks and I start to work for the universities and things, that yes, that as as a as, uh, highly paid job and everything that was, it's okay. But it's not really uh, what I want to do. I want to be with 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 grassroots people. I, I want to make, you know, some change. I, I, I came through a journey. I learned a lot out of that journey. That's why I thought by sharing my experience with a new community to this country, then I will, uh, uh uh help them to 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 have a, a shortcuts you know uh, instead of just to learn by themselves everything if someone just yes, with my experience just yes, give them the shortcuts and how to do things and how to uh to start with the children how to communicate you know it's uh, that was uh, that that thats that was my goal all the time you know to be able to to help others so i created uh projects so that is uh, uh it's a multimedia project for younger people in an area here in oxford it's called black lease and the same project uh, uh i took it to another community it's in rose hill and another community around this area here in parton and then the same project is being picked by city of oxford college and 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 uh uh and and the city of Oxford College outsourced for me to, to teach these courses in the community yeah, helping uh, uh, black and ethnic minorities kids you know to to be able to use technology to to, to, to have after school clubs where they uh, uh, be less uh, trouble for their families and for the communities and everything so yes and and I also catered lots of uh, different type of project for for summer holidays and over Easter holidays and all this time so and and afterwards I created this uh, project for for all the people uh, introducing them to uh, learn to cl- uh, technology and and to be able to communicate with uh, friends and family through uh, uh laptops or or tablets or smartphone and uh, and uh, and i find it it's really a rewarding thing to do
2: i really can't wait for you to come to fairfield house and to share your experiences and to to Get a feeling for this piece of culture in in in
1: bath yes it's it's, it's really fascinating I've, I've been for many years in this country but it is um, i just start to know about this through my supervisor uh, <laughs> professor uh, amanda bailey she just talked to me about uh, uh this house of emperor harris Selassie in, in in bath and, and he's been uh, donated uh, this residency to to the people of bath yes i i would be really honored to come around and to look around uh, his residency and uh, and uh, and also since it is uh, for the community i would be maybe perhaps i could uh, do something around there. I'm not quite sure what, but I'm quite sure I will find something to do.
2: We would love to invite you to play. Um, and we're very grateful to Amanda Bailey for, for making the introduction because you're now doing, a, I mean, you're in your 60s now, but just starting your latest um, scholarly escapade, doing a PhD, I think, at bus by university.
1: That's right. Uh, it is one of the postponed projects for me for many years. and uh, and And just... Yes, with the start of this lockdown, I just I thought I guess I'm going to do something. I'm not uh, just going to to sit and look around these four walls. So I I applied for path and uh, and, uh, and lucky it's been accepted and uh, and now it is almost for one year. I'm doing my my research in Nubian music and this uh, PhD based on the uh life and legacy of uh muhammad wardi as i as i mentioned muhammad wardi is one of the uh leading nubian uh musicians and also he crossed the road from nubia also to to influence all the city music in sudan as well as muhammad wardi is one of the campaigner for, for, for human rights and equality and, and uh, the right of uh, 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 different ethnic minorities and the right in uh, culture and, and preserving their own music traditions.
2: You, you exemplify, just like Haile Selassie did, the fact that when refugees come to the UK, they bring, they deliver so much more than they ever ask for. I think your own work and the reason you got your invitation to tea at um, Buckingham Palace, you know, it's it, because of your work in the community. Listen, it's been a very moving and stimulating and wonderful account. You have had, it's a unique life journey when I mean, everyone's ears but yours stands out as being really special and surprising.
1: For, for us, I think definitely uh the language barrier it is uh it is real barrier unless you know uh, you have lots of courage you know and uh, and and push yourself you know because the the easy thing for me to say i'm sorry i guess i i can't do this interview mm. because i'm conscious of my accent i'm conscious mm. of the ways that i speak but you know at the end of the day you know as 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 uh, uh, if we want to break through, we need to do something and uh, and, and and I think I, w- I, w- I would rather you know to some to say something rather than not to say anything
2: thank you so much for coming on in our city it's been a real pleasure to hear from you
1: thank you very much, William, for having me and uh, and I look forward for when this pandemic is over to come. Uh, to Bath and to visit my university and to use and to visit uh, also to visit the, his majesty uh, the emperor house mm-hmm.